0: Welcome to the Unbreakable Woman podcast, where you will hear faith-based conversations with unbreakable women on health, parenting, relationships, business, and much more. We hope that you will grab a cup of coffee, tea, or whatever your drink of choice is, relax and enjoy the show. Thank you for joining us.
1: Welcome to the Unbreakable Woman podcast. My name is Megan and my amazing co-host is with me, May. Hi, May.
0: Hey, hey, hey. hey you hey, sound hey. nice and
1: clear, Megan. Yes, everybody, you're going to be so excited. <laughs> I have a microphone. Unfortunately, I have um, a cold and I sound like this. However, better because I have a microphone you sound great something to celebrate um, i'm super <laughs> excited to be back on with you in the first one and first episode in 2023 our last episode was released mm-hmm. december 8th so i apologize guys it's been a minute but we had the holidays and everyone we we're away and so we're really excited to be back on with you guys How?
0: I have been good. Um, like you said, it's been a minute. We've had the holidays and I cannot believe it is 2023. Happy New Year everyone. Um, yeah, yes. it's been it's been wild how fast things have went. I can't believe the holidays have come and gone. <laughs> it's incredible to me how fast time is flying, but um, all is well. On this side, how about you?
1: yeah and the obvious sickness this episode is going to be about uh it's going to be called new year new me and we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna be talking about some things that you know you we sort of make and break for ourselves unfortunately so we don't and we're gonna share some some our affa- some of our failures <laughs> but first of all what is something that has tried to break you i would say this week but um maybe in the last month
0: well um, I well I'll go with this week actually well the last week and a half since the beginning of the year um, because of I do like I'm a person that likes to have goals for the year mm. and um, I, I try to be organized and you know that sort of a thing I, I really just felt the weight of um, of my um, I just felt the weight of this, beginning the of this year. year and when I think back to it I think I have felt it the beginning of every year for the last few years um, I start to mm. think about work I start to think about ministry I start to think about the things to be done this year that have to be done this year that um, I would like to have done this year things I desire um, all of those categories and it just feel it just felt really heavy to me I was telling my husband the other night that I was just feeling, just a weight. And I felt just, um, I, I, I want to say dread even, you know, which is, um, terrible. I, I, I don't, I don't live in that space, but it was what I was feeling and, um, and it just wasn't a good feeling. And then I, cause I dug down deeper. It's just really feeling that, you know, just the weight of all of my responsibilities. And when I start to feel that way, it's because I am not giving it to God. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about my abilities versus um, my strength is weak. I I am weak, you know, and um, in his, uh, when I give him my cares and when I, um, when I um, allow his strength to be perfected in my weakness, then the weight is just taken off. And just thinking about, there's a lot of, lots and lots of scriptures that I could have thought about, but I wasn't thinking about in the moment until I thought about it. Um, I need to, I need to give him all of my burdens as his mm-hmm. word says, and I was not doing that. You know, I think it's just natural for you to think about all of the things you have to do, all of the goals you you need to meet, you know, all of the, um, the events coming up, all of the things that you have on your to-do list and it just gets so much. And, um, and sometimes, you know, I, I, I can fall into that self-sufficiency. That's something I have struggled with in my past. And I say that as past tense because I continue to practice not, you know, um, living in that self-sufficiency space um, and being God-reliant. But sometimes I fall. Sometimes I fall. And so um, the beginning of this year, which has been just the last week and a half, I fell and um, fell into self sufficiency, and I felt the weight of it. And as I really began to um, explore why I was feeling the way that I was feeling, God just pointed that out to me, and it's like, "Give me your, give me your cares. Let me have it. Pour it all out." And so this week, our church is doing is um, consecration week, so we are it's fasting week, and we, um, it's it just couldn't have come at a more perfect time where. I just get to spend time with the Lord and, um, die to my flesh and just, um, really just pour out my heart to him and give him all of the things that are weighing on me. So Mm -hmm. I'm thankful for this week, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, so that's, what's try to, um, break me. What about you, Megan?
1: Mm, Yeah, that's, that's really good. That's real. And, um, I can relate to that for sure. It's been very challenging, I think. It's been a challenging challenging season and I think it always is when things slow down and you know the kids are off school and mm-hmm. there isn't as much time to be in the word and and have that quiet time which is
0: mm.
1: I personally need
0: to yeah. have that
1: to be centered and focused and to think clearly. So we had our fair share of trouble over the holidays, for sure. I would say, in every area, from uh, from marriage to just just crazy, crazy whirlwinds of stuff. And um, I was definitely feeling a little bit sad. Let's mm. just say, which is not a feeling that you really want to be feeling over the holidays, but. Yeah you know, that's life. We're human and we are imperfect and we have our challenges and we have to deal with them. And, but what I can say from them is prayer is powerful and um, praying about situations that maybe felt slightly hopeless at times really turned around and did a 180 thanks to prayer. And also I think sometimes accountability too. It's really important that we walk with people so that we can um, have have people give us a good pers- perspective because sometimes I think we always think our way is the right way. Yeah. and um, it's so easy to get puffed up with pride. but humility has always been the thing that's carried me and um, I never want that to change. you know I never want I never want that to change. And the flesh is uh, is, a, is an issue. It's dying. And so sometimes yeah we can talk Christianese on this podcast which I don't for those that maybe don't know God um when I refer to the flesh I literally mean the flesh and as you're doing fasting is one of the be- the best ways to put the flesh in the back seat because the when the flesh rules it makes very bad decisions not just with things that we eat but things that we say and you know decisions in the moment and you know just things that can lead us into trouble let's just say but nothing serious has happened so i hope that you know no one thinks that but just you know just the, just the trials of life that definitely try and wear you down yeah and um asha was sick for two and a half weeks he literally just got better he had a fever and then he for like 3 days and he wouldn't eat it was just kind of miserable and then, um, and then the following week he got another 102 fever, like Aww. ten days later. And I think the stress, you know, one of artist's clients who was he sat down with him recently at the thing. He was he said, you know, what's? I need some wisdom. He's like, in your 49 years of marriage, he's like, what? Give, give me some wisdom. And in a nutshell, he was kind of like, you know, we don't have any problems. It was I would say once the kids moved out, things just went back to how they were before we had kids. And it's not to say that. It, kids are a problem it's just to say that when we're overwhelmed and we're stressed out things change and we don't have the patience we don't have the patience for our spouses we don't have the patience for anything when we're stressed out and so um I think he shared that with me and I was like it's true you know when it's just us kids we do silly things and we just have the best time but when (laughs) we have that pressure on us we we're we're now working from this like automatic fleshly place that doesn't have a lot of patience and likes to remind me all the time when you became a christian you enlisted in a war Mm. and i i knew that but i i didn't i didn't necessarily comprehend the actual meaning of yeah on my back before i'm just sailing through life doing I want not necessarily having much accountability for my actions or or conscience, you know, I wasn't doing anything terrible, but I mean, like, certainly not living the way that I'm living today, um, because I have a conscience that's telling me like, this is not right, because I'm seeing through the eyes of God. And I have him living within me, and literally guiding me. But now that that's happening, I am in a spiritual war, as the Bible says, wherein the there is a very evil enemy who is trying to take me out because it's a war for souls. It's a war Mm -hmm. for the mind. It's a war literally for our mind and for our soul. And so it's hard constantly one thing after another, after another attack, after attack, after attack, just right when you get back up down again, you know, and and it just feels like one thing after another, after another. And it just goes to show you just how, how, you need to be covered. You need to walk with people. You need to be in prayer. Because yeah. before, it wasn't like this. But now, it's like, it's war. And it's war until the end. It's not to say that it's gonna, my, my life's going to be miserable. miserable. In fact, it's completely the opposite. And that's why mm. it's war. In that I've experienced life and life to the fullest in ways that I never knew. And never knew peace. And peace in my own mind until I knew God, until I was born again, until I had a radical experience with God and he showed me who he was and I accepted him into my life and I gave my life to him. Suddenly I experienced this abundant life and this abundant peace I'd never had in my life. Yeah. However, it's not to say that it's all plain sailing because now you have some—you have someone who wants your soul and he's coming after you and he will come after you in attacks and in all the ways that you're like, Wait, I thought this was done. I thought we, and so I say all of that just to share. Basically, like I, praise, praise report. You know, we made we made it through, obviously, but um, it's been challenging. And we're human beings, and it's real. And it's good to talk about it. It's good to talk about it because we can't portray this image of perfection that is not real um, yeah. in anybody's life. It is not. It is not real. And um, one thing that I've always done, and will always do is be honest and more about that because who are you helping if 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 you're not sharing who who are you who who are you really helping if you're not vulnerable yeah. with your own and honestly i do think god brings us through these things sometimes not for ourselves yes to grow us but more for other people to say look what i overcame hey guess what you can do it too
0: yeah don't
1: give up so yeah in a nutshell that's my my holiday season <laughs> yeah it was good too it was good too I'm not just like oh it was all bad it, it was it was good but it was challenging
0: mm-hmm. yeah well thank you for your transparency yeah
1: yeah of course so today we're going to be talking about I guess new year's resolutions <laughs> except not new year's resolutions I'll let you take it away
0: <laughs> yes. We're going to talk about new, new year, new me, question mark. That's a question. New year, new me. Is it really a new me at the beginning of the year? And so, um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. I think a lot of people start off in new year thinking that for some reason that um, because it's a new year, Everything's going to change, and you're suddenly going to be transformed into a new person at the beginning of the year. Um, a lot of us have goals that we um, we start to, um, you know, run full force after at the beginning of the year, thinking that you know all of these goals, all of these new new things we want to do and be, are going to happen magically. I mean. When I say magically we know that we have to we often do know that we have to do some work but we think that it's just going to just happen you know all of these new habits are going to just be created all of a sudden without realizing that there's a process and there's steps to it and there's um, evidence to this because statistics show that and I don't have all of the hard numbers but we do know that statistics show that by February um, and in some cases even by the second week of the new year that um, Mm. people who have all of these goals fall, they fall from it, you know, so they fail at their goals. And, um, and all of the things that they said that they wanted to do suddenly just become a, um, a nuisance, and they don't they don't follow through, they don't go after those goals. And so there's a reason for that. And, um, and so that's kind of what we want to explore a little bit today why does that happen and um, why is it that we wait until the beginning of the year to start you know wanting to change things in our lives why not you know throughout the year we i think we should be evolving i think that we should be examining ourselves examining our lives and determining what needs to change and begin to instill those changes and so that's what we want to talk about today is what can we do in our lives to really begin to change? And not to say that the new year cannot be a level set. I think that it can be, but we have to go into it with an understanding that just because it's a new year doesn't mean that things are all of a sudden going to change. You have to put in, you have to put systems in place to make sure that you um are going to be consistent with your goals that you want to meet and reach. And so we'll share some examples from our own lives around um, failures you know, um, with having that mindset of new year, new me, I'll go ahead and share for me. I mentioned earlier that I do like to plan. I love goal setting and goal planning. I love all of that. And, um, for years I used to buy this goal planning, um, journal and, um, mm-hmm. it was always a fun idea. Um, especially as I got it in December, and starting to think about the new year, all the things that I didn't do that year and that I want to do and implement the next year. And in that planner, I think it had you come up with like 10 goals for the year. And then all of the different things you're going to do to make sure that you met that goal. Um, And then I would get to the beginning of the year. I'm ready. I'm pumped. And then literally I'm saying like, like the third week of January and this is for years and I'm spending like money on this planet and it's not cheap. Okay. It's like 60 <laughs> bucks. And, um, literally by that, by the third week I've already fallen off of all of my goals. And you know, it has, it has it where you list out all of the things that you're going to do so that you meet this big goal. Right. So you have all of these steps that you're going to take. Mm-hmm. And, um, and part of that goal is, even sitting down every week to um, think about your goals and what you were going to do that week, right. Towards your goal. And Mm -hmm. I would waste this planner. Okay. Meaning I would do it sometimes, sometimes I would, you know, I'll get into it. And other times I I didn't. Um, And it just would make me feel like a failure, you know? And so I did this for years and, Literally by February, I'm feeling like a failure. And because I feel like a failure, I just quit everything. All all the things that I said I was going to do for the year. And Mm -hmm. I'm back to my old routine, old rut. And it's like Mm -hmm. the same thing playing out every year, right? And Mm -hmm. so that's just one example for me, thinking that I'm going into this, going to be a new person. I'm going to change all of the things that I wanted to change all year, but I didn't. I'm going to get into my goal planning this year. This is going to be the year. This is finally it. Only to find that everywhere I go, there I am, me and my old ways of doing things and my old habits. And so I really had to do a um, really dig into what was going on here and had to do some um, exploration, reading some books to really, um, to really determine what was happening. But I'll go into that here in a little bit and just open it up to you, Megan, to um, share some about your new year, new me goals.
1: Oh, goodness. I think. I think I don't really set any for myself, if I'm completely honest with you, for mm. that exact reason mm-hmm. is because I kind of see through them.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: so I'm like, ah, oh, you know, that's kind of a waste of time. Like we are it's it's, it's a day difference but it's a new year, I mean, I think maybe when I was younger, honestly, I really can't remember ever really having, like, a plan, I've never really been that way, I, I will go through phases of journaling when I feel like God's telling me to journal, to remember periods of time, because my memory's always been, um, a little bit selective, let's say, So uh, to help me remember, especially through trials, you know, when I was really sick in 2021, I journaled a lot of that Mm -hmm. Um, because he told me to, because he told me he was going to heal me and I didn't know how he was going to heal me, but I was trusting the process and trusting what he was telling me to do. Uh, I feel like I work for him and that's the way I kind of want things to be because whenever I let my flesh rule and run away, I tend to sort of put God in the back seat and then it doesn't work out very well for me so I I find since becoming a Christian in 2018 since you know having a relationship with God I want to hear from him every day because being hearing his voice hearing his direction and and being in his presence really does give me true life and what he's going to have me do changes from day to day So for me, I'm like, oh, I want to set a plan out, but he might want me to call this person and check in on this person and do this. Maybe go and do the hour of power today. And so, you know, do you know what I mean? So it's not necessarily always completely planned. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with that, because I think for me with a plan, I tend to get a little bit bored and (laughs) have a tendency of just sort of then this rebelliousness comes out of like, wow, well, you know, I'm not going to do that. And then once I stop once, then I can't get back into it again. And so that's my own self-discipline problems that probably that I have. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what, you tell me what to do, God, and I'll just do it because that's easier. Mm. Maybe that's a cop-out. I don't know, but it <laughs> works. I think it works at least.
0: Yeah. I can totally um, understand that where you just kind of, let God just show you daily which way, which direction to go, and yeah, and I think that there's there's that aspect, and um, you know that's what's beautiful about humans. We all have our different ways that God has created us to be, and mm. so um yeah, some that is some people really certainly- need that structure.
1: You know, some people really really need it, and other people don't do well with it. So if, if, don't I? I definitely think yeah, it's not like that's why we fail because it's not a one 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 way fits all kind of thing you know
0: yeah that's a good point and and you do have to know yourself you have to know you have to know yourself yes because of there are some people who are trying to go with what everyone's doing people everyone makes goals so then I guess I should be making a goal for my life too and then then you fail, and then you feel even more like a failure, and then, um, you know, you never really accomplish the things you want to do because you're not really being true to who you are, and so that there is that aspect. So um, I am definitely a planner. I definitely have to have things. Um, I, I want to know which direction I'm going for the year, and I always seek God for which direction it is that I'm, I'm going for the year, for ministry, for for work, what, what kind of goals do I need to set for this year? And I know that, you know, he, he, he gives me it, but again, if you don't have the systems in place to really um, accomplish the goals, then you will fall. You will, you will, you will fail. And so there's a book that I'm reading that I, that I'm reading again for the second time um, this time I'm doing it on audible and it is atomic habits by James Clare and it is a um, book on how to build better habits and um, and to reach your to reach your goals. And so he gives lots of great examples and lots of tools. But one of the things that he um, he talks about is building systems, but also changing your mindset. And so um, I think that the reason why a lot of people fail, you know, within the couple weeks of the year is because of they still have the same old systems in place and also the same mindset. So those are two things that he talks about. If you don't change the mindset about who you are or what you're trying to become, then you're always gonna continue being who you were. So one of the examples that he gives is, if you want to be a reader, say you have a goal to want to read more this year. Um, if you want to be a reader, then you should start seeing yourself as a reader. You change your mindset. Um, if you say, well, you know, yeah, I want to read more books, but I'm not really a reader. That's going to keep you in the old mindset. Or say you have a goal to want to quit smoking and someone, you know, offers you a cigarette. This is one of the, uh, the, the um, examples he gives. And the person says that, um, well, the person says, well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to quit. No, thanks or the other person you offer to the the other person and they say no I'm not a smoker those are two different mindsets right so trying to quit can t- ties you back to that to the old mindset of smoker or I'm not a smoker um, ties you to the goal that you're trying to reach right and so it's about a mindset shift and I think that that takes that takes um, that takes really some introspection Um, especially as you enter if you and and I think that it's something that you can do at the beginning of the year but you can do it at any time that's why we say new year new me really question mark Um, I think that whenever you're ready for that shift and for that change is always a good time to start it and so if you didn't make a goal for the beginning of the year for that year to start being a reader it's okay if it's six months into the year and you want to be a reader then be a reader and start mm-hmm. changing your mindset, um, and start setting up the systems in place. So maybe a system being in place would be something along the lines of, I'm just going to at least every day, at this time, and it's and it, he calls it atomic habits because of it's about you know when you think about atoms they're very small. It's about small incremental changes to that leads to the big change, mm-hmm. and so you do something little. You don't want to do something, you don't want to like, I think that this is the mistake we make, right? You say, I want to lose weight. And so you start doing all of these diet things and you do all of these things at one time. And then that's why you fail because of, it's just almost impossible, right? To do all of these things and just shift everything into this one bucket and you're setting up yourself for failure. But if you start to make one small change, okay, I'm just going to stop eating, um, I'm going to stop eating bread. You know, you start with that and not like change up your whole entire diet. Yes. Um, you start doing one little thing first and then you build up to the big thing, to your goal. Next thing you know, you're going to be meeting your goal. Say you want to start going to the gym. Maybe it's not, I'm going to go to the gym for two hours, five days a week. That's almost, if you've never done it before, you're setting up yourself. you're setting yourself up for failure. So maybe it's, I'm going to just show up at the gym every Monday. This is a system that you're going to set up for for success, every Monday and Wednesday, I'm going to go to the gym for thirty minutes, and you just drive to the gym, and even if it is starting with walking on the treadmill, and not doing anything else for thirty minutes, that you're setting yourself up for a better success than doing it the other way around, right? So um, I'll pause there, Megan, to see if you want to add anything to that.
1: Well, I will say. Um, there are non-negotiable habits that I have formed over the last few years that have to be in place in order for the rest of my day to even go remotely well. And that is to, uh, pray and to, uh, to read some scripture. Mm -hmm. So that's something that's a non-negotiable for me as a habit, a good habit to start my by doing, and I have to do this. And I really, really, I remember before I was saved, I used to read uh, Jesus Calling book and um, Artif had it and he just, you know, he wanted me to read it. And so I did. And But I always noticed that when I read it, I actually had a better day when I started my day with it. This was before we had kids. And um, and so that always had intrigued me with it. And then we'd listen to the Bible app and so on. But anyways, I say that because there are in a day that i just really have to do that are non-negotiables for me and that is the um, is is my reading and my prayers even if it's just a verse or two or if i'm able to get an entire chapter in great of reading um plus my my prayers i have to do that i've got to talk to god it's like having a relationship with your spouse you don't get up in the morning and ignore yeah god for the entire day no you don't you know i get up and i talk to god in fact I do what PM taught Pastor Mike about just saying good morning to him is the first thing that you say in the morning. Good morning, Lord. Good morning, Father in heaven. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy spirit. Thank you for waking me Mm -hmm. up today and creating that very small habit. And now it's a habit. As soon as I open my eyes, I just do it. I don't have to think about remembering to do it. Um, and saying the Lord's prayer, you know, our father who art in heaven, just thanking him for waking me up and, and going through that daily prayer. And then, you know, when I have a minute, um, once the kids get off to school is to actually sit down and and, and spend some time just connecting with God and praying um, and just talking to him, you know, what's on the – just about the anything and everything that's on my mind, you know, yeah. and, and repenting and starting the day that way. And then going off, especially when I feel anxious or I know I have a lot to do that day. I like to try to kill the flesh by just stopping, dropping, <laughs> to my knees and praying and just being still because in that moment, I'm killing that anxiety and I'm giving it to God and saying, you know what? I'm just going to be here and be still. And it's hard to do, but once I've done it, it's, you feel amazing afterwards. So I would say that, and even though I did say before, I don't do plans. (laughs) Thanks to my wonderful husband. I was telling you this earlier. We (laughs) are on, we are on a plan, which is a nutrition plan by um somebody called My- michael salgado and he's amazing and he's doing a lot of uh, uh these plans for people in our church and um it's basically intermittent fasting which we've been doing anyway pretty much fasting is so good for the body we'll have to do an episode just on fasting this oh, yeah. um, is the benefits of it and it's biblical actually so it's it's amazing that what happens when you fast anyways intermittent fasting no sugar Uh, No carbohydrates and there's a reason for this because you wanna create ketones in the body and you want the body to burn off the fat around the liver, the heart and the lungs. Um, And so if you have any kind of sugar, even if it's from fruit, your body goes to that sugar to burn it off first before it goes to any other fat in the body. So there's a method behind the madness and it's actually incredible. So um, I can't recommend him enough. His name is Michael Salgado. So as far as a plan goes, I have to admit I am on that plan. Thanks to my husband. If it wasn't for him, I probably (laughs) wouldn't be on it. (laughs) I'm just saying, yeah, but we're doing it together. So, um, and it's It's, it's, it's good. It's good to be, to have that accountability and I need it. So I am kind of on a plan and it's for the whole of January. And then it's for six months, two workouts a week, which are just high intensity because that's all you need when you're doing this, this type of plan and there's um there's a lot of science behind it you can look up dr berg b-e-r-g on youtube and um you know educate on some of those videos just a little plug but that's kind of my as far as it it goes for 2023 <laughs> plan yeah. this is how i'm starting and we'll see um we're in january 10th so <laughs> so far we're still sticking to it the beginning is hard but um just because you 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 want to eat you can only eat protein and and greens basically really so he does like a select meal plan for you and anyways it's awesome but um that's that's yeah that's my plan <laughs> so we'll yeah see. I, I i'll think let you know that... next month guys
0: <laughs> Well, I think that one of the things when we talk about um, New Year, New Me, um, I think if you are really going to want to change a, a habit or do something different, um, I do think accountability is important. So what you just said is, you know, is is basically that is having that accountability of having that trainer who is. Um, not only training you physically, but also with, you know, food and all of the things that um, you need to have a healthier body. Um, accountability is so important. If you're really trying to make a change in life, if you don't have accountability um, then it's so easy to just slip back into your old ways of doing things. Right. And so mm-hmm. I love that you have a plan and that you have accountability. I think that your success rate is, is very likely because of you have that accountability, not just even that trainer, but also your husband too, right? So I, I would mm-hmm. recommend anyone who is looking for a change in their mindset, in um in 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 life, whatever it is, that you have, that you get to an accountability partner, someone that will um that is serious and that would really hold you accountable to the change that you're saying that you want to make. And so yes. that's a big that's
1: key to success. I believe is having that because mm-hmm. we can talk ourselves into or out of anything, especially depending upon our mood, our mood changes all of the time, depending on how much sleep we've gotten um, what time of the month it is, I mean, mm-hmm. all kinds of things that affect our mood and our flesh yep. and our decisions and influence them. Michael makes us send him food pictures. <laughs> so um, <laughs> he is, he's on us. And so, um, and, and also I think because my husband's doing it too, that that really helps. And for him as well, this is a really big deal for him. This is something he's wanted to do for a long time. And it means a lot to him that I'm doing it with him. Mm-hmm. And um, he's actually doing the the church fast this week too. So he's still doing everything, but he's not eating anything just liquids I think just actually water and BCAs and electrolytes I think that's that's all he's kind of he's doing and he's doing amazing so far um and he's still doing his workout he did it today and I'm like you probably shouldn't be doing that if you're just doing water because or you know liquid because you're doing an intense workout he's like no it's okay I got it I got it but he's already in bed right now which he needs rest but he's doing amazing he really is and um just shout out to my husband i just want to say real quick because this man he just got um he just got told and awarded that he is in the top one percent of real estate agents in the whole of the county
0: wow (laughs) what
1: yes (laughs) that's awesome he is just like yeah he's doing he's doing amazing but more than that he's developing such incredible friendships and relationships with people, praying with people, bringing people to the Lord, bringing people to church. I mean, he's using, you know, his marketplace for good and for everything that he's doing for good. And I'm really proud of him. So I hope he listens to this episode. <laughs> he oh,
0: won't, awesome. but
1: yeah. Anyways. So yeah, that's, that's, that's my, 2023
0: so far, <laughs> I love it. Um, you know, I think that another thing is that people, I think people are so desperate for change and so desperate to do things differently, um, then they have the best intention. So they, you know, they 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 get gung ho about really making those changes beginning of the year. But you said something that I think is also key. Um, you mentioned putting God first. And I think that that is actually key above everything else is first seeking out the Lord for a renewed mind. Um, everything can be found in Christ Jesus in in His presence and spending time in His presence. Um, that's really where change can. That's really where change does happen and in his word, because the the word renews our mind is what the Bible says, and it transforms us and it changes us from the inside out. And it also gives us proper perspective. It it gives us a godly perspective on, on life and on the things that God wants us to change. I think that there's a natural desires, which are fine, and we can give those to the Lord as well. And he'll help us. The Holy Spirit will help us to do the things that we desire, but also the things that God wants us to change. Oftentimes it can be a diet and eating healthier and God will speak that to you in that time that you spend with him. And as he speaks it to you, we're able to tell him, Hey, I am weak in this area and he will keep us, you know, he'll keep us, he'll, he'll keep us loyal to our, um, well, he can, if we allow him to, mm-hmm. to the things that he has called us to do and mm-hmm. he'll, he'll, he'll help us. We have the Holy spirit to help us do the hard things to help us change the habits, the bad habits that we want to change or that he's requiring of us to change. And so I just wanted to mention that because you were talking about seeking the Lord first. Yes. Every morning, we should be seeking the Lord and, um, and asking him for wisdom and, asking him to search us and to show us and to illuminate for us. What are those areas, those habits, those bad habits, those things that I do that you want me to change or what I'm not, what I am doing that, um, that I am doing and what I'm not doing that you want me to do. Um, and he shows us that and he empowers us to change by his word and through the power of his Holy spirit, the Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. And so, um, Whatever it is that you want to change this year, that you want to do in your life this year, I encourage you to submit it to God, give it to Him in your quiet time, and say, um, and ask Him for help. And He'll speak His wisdom into that area and He'll empower you to do whatever it is that needs to change in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, I think when we try to do it in our own strength, it is nearly impossible. It's pretty much impossible to do things in our own strength. I mean, mm-hmm. um, at least for me, it is. <laughs> I've done it that way where I try to do things <laughs> in my own way, in my own strength, with my own plans. I, I can be a planner outside of God's will. Let me tell you, because yeah. again, I just fall into that self-sufficiency mode. Mm-hmm. But when I choose to um, give it to God and surrender an area to God, He comes in and then there's grace for it. Sometimes we're trying to change things where there's no grace. Mm -hmm. And when there's no grace, it's just that much harder and much more, you know, grittier and just much more brutal, you know, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be that way. When there's grace for something, there's ease and there's anointing for it. And so, um, so whatever it is that you might want to change in this life, whether it is to, um you know, pick up a pen and start writing or your typewriter, mm-hmm. whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, whatever it is that God has put on your heart and your mind to do, and you haven't been able to develop the habits or develop the systems needed to do the things that God has called you to do, submit it to God and ask him to help you and ask, invite the Holy Spirit into that area. And the Holy Spirit will empower you and yeah. admit your weaknesses. Cause the Bible tells us that His strength is perfected in our weaknesses. And Paul says, that's why Mm -hmm. I will boast all the more about my weaknesses. Mm -hmm. God, I cannot do this. I don't have the strength for this. I don't have the energy to do this thing. I don't have what it takes. I'm not equipped. I'm not called. Whatever it is, confess that. And Mm -hmm. you know what? Something supernatural happens in that place. And he undergirds you and he lifts you up by his strength and he does what is impossible. Yes, And so- Yes. I encourage us all to do that this year, whatever your goals might be. And don't let it just be a January initiative. Let it be a February initiative. Let it be a June initiative, a May initiative, a a, um, a November initiative, October initiative to ask God for the help that you need to change whatever it is that you need to change right then and there. It doesn't have to be a beginning of the new year.
1: Right. And my, one of my favorite verses for encouragement or just scripture to declare is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I have Mm -hmm. to say that several times a day, especially when unchallenged, um, but just knowing some scripture to stand upon because yes, words are powerful. Yes. Words have meaning, but guess what's even more powerful scripture the inspired. Holy word of God has a power to it that is unexplainable, um, it just is, and it just does, and I've seen it time and time again, literally move mountains in moments when I've needed it to. Mm-hmm. It just has the power to turn things around. It just does; just blows my mind. Yeah. But um, I've got pulled up just for a little bit of encouragement before we go. Twenty Bible verses for new beginnings in twenty
0: twenty mm-hmm. That's a book. It's-
1: it is, uh, no, it's not a book, it's a blog, but it is just some encouraging scriptures to um, encourage us in 2023 and hear what God has to say. So okay. let's have a look here. So we've got um, John 13, 34, 35. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another by this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And love was one of my words for the year
0: as well. So, Oh my gosh, that is my word for the year. Is it really? Love love is my word for the year. Yes. (laughs)
1: Love was the first one I got. And the second one I got was, um, education, but he's given me multiple. So I'm like, okay, just confirm it Lord. But definitely love is the greatest as he, as he says, um, uh, lamentations 3 22 to 24 because of the lord's great love we are not consumed for his compassions never fail they are new every morning great is your faithfulness i say to myself the lord is my portion therefore i will wait for him and yeah. i think that's powerful too because this is one thing that god's been speaking to me in january is about timing we so often want to rush things, and I certainly did in my past, and push things before their time. And God's way is perfect, and God's timing is perfect. Sometimes we want things to happen right now, mm-hmm. and when we force them, they just don't happen the way they're supposed to. But yeah. when we actually just like let go and say, all right, God, I trust your timing, then it, he does something radical and amazing.
0: Yes. Um, Isaiah
1: 43, 18, 19 forget the former things, do not dwell on the past, see, I am doing a new thing, now it springs up, do not proceed it, I'm making a way in the wilderness, and streams in the wasteland, 2nd Corinthians five seventeen. therefore if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here, um, and I won't read all of them, I'll just go through and read a couple more, so let's see jeremiah 31 31 the days are coming to the lord when i will make a new covenant with the people of israel with the people of judah um ezekiel 11 19 i will give them an undivided heart and put a new spirit in them i will remove from them their heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh and i think really that's just my prayer for everybody listening right now is that God will give you uh, an undivided heart and put a new spirit in you this year in 2023 that he will bless all that you do and um, he will soften your heart perhaps maybe even release some forgiveness to those that have been holding on to unforgiveness whether they know it or whether they don't know it but to start the new year by making some declarations at least um, that maybe good habits will follow but declaring that they have They forgive all those who have ever hurt them and maybe some names can come up that they can say out loud and maybe they won't. But to declare that out out loud and start the year that way by asking for forgiveness and also forgiving is probably one of the most powerful spiritual things that we can do because forgiveness, I don't know what it is, but it's a law. It's like a law. and it it bounds us literally in chains. And when we forgive those chains break and there's a new sense of freedom and a new level of freedom and life that comes from it that we get to experience. So let's start 2023 off that way by -hmm. just declaring some of these scriptures and asking God to to, to give us a new spirit, to soften our hearts and make a new way for us. We might not necessarily have to have a plan like me except for a meal plan um, <laughs> but just to have a not necessarily to have 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 a way made out you know we don't necessarily have to do that we can trust God in his timing for the way he wants things to go and we can hand that over to him at the very beginning of this year and say Lord let's do it your way. Yeah. I've tried my way for x amount of years let's let's try your way and just see what happens. Hey it's only one year right? so yeah i hope that this is encouraging is there anything else that you wanted to
0: share about this May? no i think that that was a perfect ending of today's podcast so thank you for that encouragement megan we hope that all of you are encouraged by today's conversation and that um really just seek the lord you know at the end of it all um seek the lord Ask him to give you direction and he will illuminate your path. He will direct you. He promises that in his word. And then the Holy Spirit will empower you to do all things. So thank you all for listening. We hope you have an amazing year in Jesus name. We are mm-hmm. praying that over you all. Mm-hmm. And we look forward to all of the topics we're going to have um, this year. And we, and the guest, um, guests that we're going to have join us
1: Mm-hmm. We are planning
0: on having a special guest joining us. Is it next week, I believe, next week's podcast. So be on the lookout for that. So it's mm-hmm. gonna be a fun time because we're actually mm-hmm. gonna all three of us be in person from Houston, Texas. So we're looking mm-hmm. forward to that. We're gonna be all um spurred mm-hmm. on too. Um because yes. we're there for a um a women's conference. Um called crown. And so we're really looking forward to it and what God's going to deposit into our spirit, And we are going to share that with you all. Yes. All Amen. right.
1: Yeah. So thank you guys all for listening and we will see you guys next time, hopefully from Houston. Yes. Bye
0: guys.